folks, and welcome to Retro Rewind. This week is going to be my pick, which is Wild Guns, and if you haven't played it, well, we'll let you know if you should. So with me today is the crew, Sans Kevin, of Mike. Hello. Luke. Hello. And the man with no name, but we call him Craig. Hello. Now, uh, before we get started, let me just get some quick stats out of the way. Uh, Wild Gun was released in three different years for each for different reasons. Uh, in Japan, it was 94. In North America, it was 95. And the poor Europeans had to wait to 96. It was both developed and published by Natsume everywhere but Europe. And there it was released by Titus. And it might be the only good thing Titus ever did. So, gentlemen, have any of you guys ever had any experience with Wild Guns before we played for this episode? I have never had any experience with this game. Um, the only familiarity I had with it was that I was familiar with the, the soundtrack. Um, but tight, you said Titus then. Hopefully that's got nothing to do with Titus the Fox. But Oh, uh, no, yes, it does. It very much does. Yeah. Mm. I hate Titus. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, I have never played it before. But oddly enough, something felt really familiar about it. To me, and I couldn't quite get to grips with it. I played through it a few times today, and I just kept on thinking, I think I've played this before, but there's no way in hell I've played it before. I don't know, something in my brain was going to be a bit wonky. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm similar to Craig. I've not actually played it, but it's just that feeling that I should have, or I've known it from somewhere, maybe like a Games Master or a magazine or something. I don't quite know where, but um, yeah. Yeah, this game... Um I pretty recently, let's say within the last eight years, has gained like notoriety as like some of the best of SNES things. So I mean, even I kind of forgot it existed until a couple years ago. I was like, I spotted it on a video and like, oh hey yeah, I remember that. that was fun. And of course, I paid my penance and you know played it again. Speaking of the music, gentlemen, let's start with the music, right? Because that is kind of the most ancillary thing about it. What do you guys think of the music? Personally, love it, love it. It's on my MP3 player. Yeah, I really liked the music as well. Um, I, I really liked... It It wasn't just the music, it was the sound effects as well were, like, spot on. I, like, everything... Audio was brilliant. One up! Yeah. For me, it's the lasso. I, I love the lasso noise. I don't know what it is about it. It just feels good. Yeah. I don't want to get too much into the gameplay just now, but I did not use the lasso once. At all? The entire, wow! Not the entire game. You you pro, dude. Nor did I roll. Oh, jeez. What, yeah, did you just I jump? Just jumped the whole freaking time. Jump, double jump, <laughs> double jump, double jump, double jump, double jump. That was the same, yeah. We, we've now talking about the game, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the roll leaves you a little vulnerable at the end, so you can yeah. get plugged. Um, in, in case you are unaware of what Wild Guns is, is think of a game like... Um, so, well, Sin and Punishment, or or Cabal, or even Nam 1975 on the Neo Geo. It, it's that kind of thing. It's almost a shooting gallery, but it's also third person. And when you move the crosshair, your character moves as well, so you have to dodge bullets as well as, as hit people. I Or Blood Brothers. That, that was a pretty famous arcade game, so a lot like Blood Brothers. So, we've already touched on the gameplay a little bit. Let, let's, let's go full board, gentlemen. What do you guys think? I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was silky smooth, a complete dream. Without going into too much detail, just this first initial sentence, it was lovely to play. 
Um, I can't believe I hadn't played it before and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've went and played through a few times now voluntarily. You know, like you only told us to play it for a set amount of time because you're the boss. Yeah. And, and I voluntarily, I did extra, not <laughs> even for brownie points. <laughs> yeah, I um, I liked it. <laughs> what do you think, Luke? <laughs> Uh, that's that's the funniest thing you've ever said (laughs) yeah i i enjoyed it i i picked it up played it on the um on pc emulator and uh as as craig says i'm i'm just really surprised that i've never um never played this before yeah i really enjoyed the game as well uh i i find the controls a little bit weird they didn't seem natural to begin with but as you played longer it kind of clicked um albeit not as well as i would have liked i think i started playing the game in a way where i was playing to my own limitations and trying to learn the games if that makes sense so i you know i i basically just jumped everywhere and stood in the middle of the screen and never really ran around at that point. So for the listeners, if you shoot, you're, uh, you basically have a cursor that's controlled by the D-pad, and if you shoot, you stand still. If you take your finger off the shoot button and move the D-pad, then you'll move uh, left or right. Uh, as soon as you start shooting, you'll stop again. So you, you need to dodge whilst also taking time to shoot. You can jump out of that step. So it's a bit of a weird one it's a weird way to tackle that sort of control scheme um i don't know if anyone else find it like me it just didn't click quite well but i really liked the game and i think like it's just full of character like that's the first thing i picked up on it like you can tell like one of the the, you can pick two characters so one of them was uh clint who's obviously a reference to clint eastweed and the other one was oh god i've forgotten her name (laughs) Uh, um, it's Annie for Annie, Annie Oakley. Ah, okay. I wasn't sure what that reference was, so that that's quite cool. But um, yeah, Clint I and thought Annie. it was the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's. <laughs> Cheers. Well, as a big fan of games such as Sin and Punishment and its sequel and having a history going back to games such as Alien Storm where you'd have things like uh, boss encounters being you know these sort of first person shooting sections um, you know with a bit of, bit of uh, destructible scenery and things it was it was amazing coming to this game um, oddly enough I, I think it, it sort of fits in that whole sort of Streets of Rage scene where you, you're surprised there wasn't actually an arcade version of this game Um what what got to me first was the amount of the amount of destructible scenery, which was just just crazy. You can shoot anything. You can shoot different signs out. You can shoot you all know, the bottles in that bar section. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on. The, the gun pickups are absolutely amazing. There, there wasn't a single gun I picked up, although there is one perplexing bit to the gameplay. But the pea got pea shooter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh that, that pea that's the worst. That yeah. is the one that just brings up the little axes where you're shooting at, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like yeah. the poison yeah. mushroom of the game. Yeah, I'm not even sure I picked that up in the first place. I don't remember it sticking out, but is it just completely random, I'm guessing? 
Yeah, when you there are some power ups where they just have a question mark on them, and there's always a chance that there'll be a uh, pop shooter. Uh, unfortunate, but yeah, I mean, I mean, going through it, there's there's so much happening. The you know, just the creativity. Every single level has something new to bring to the table. The bosses all stick out amazingly well. Like mm-hmm. you know, we, I mean, we just did Mercs the other week, and I thought the bosses in that were quite quite satisfactory. But but seeing this, you know, they they really take it to the next level and. And from Nat- Natsumeu, I'm not sure I've really played that many big hits from them before. So this this seriously must be their, uh, you know, the the standout game of the well. The history they are the, the Harvest Moon people. Yeah, um, Mark of the Ninja was also another great Natsume game. Wild Guns was made in a lull of development time by three three guys i'm going to question my on that but i think it was one guy on graphics one guy programming and one guy on the music for the most part and it was a team of three made it in five months between big games i'm pretty sure you Mm. cannot classify them as guys they are heroes sir oh yeah yeah sorry (laughs) sorry gods (laughs) (laughs) however it works out you know um the only real downside to it was that I didn't get to sample the um, the multiplayer which I think would have been absolutely amazing especially from those those little teasers in the uh, the demo loop at the start oh yeah it is um, so much fun multiplayer but yeah I mean the game, you know I've, I've enjoyed it so much that I spent some good time looking at um, trying to get myself a copy on the PS4 now Oh, good man. There are some things that, that work really well in this game that don't sometimes in other games of this genre, even though it is a very small genre. Um, I liked how even if you don't kill everybody, if the timer is up, boom, it's boss time. Yeah. yeah. So even if you find yourself overwhelmed, it's like just dodge until you hit the end. I found myself nearly every level, just when the timer was ticking down three, two, one, it was always an action piece, and I just thought screw this, I'm just going to double jump, double jump, double jump, double jump. And then that was it. Yeah, people just spontaneously combust. Yeah, it's great. I love how people explode. Mm-hmm. Um, another great thing that they did that makes this work fantastic is how big everybody's bullets are. Yeah. Like, you're not, it, like, some some of them may have a problem where the bullets are so small that you end up focusing on them and you miss something else. They also have a giant reticule that pops up wherever a bullet is going to land. Which is wonderful. Um, uh, And then lastly, to let you know, in case you're as dense as I am, your character will say, look out, in giant balloon letters when they're about to get hit. Especially from, like, aerial projectiles coming in from the top of the screen. Yeah, Yeah. the first few times I saw look out, I just just stood still going, what for? (laughs) 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 Now, also in case case you don't know, this, this is a wonderful blend of cowboys and robots. It's it's not quite steampunk. It's kind of before steampunk, but it, it, it there's such a dichotomy between the two that it meshes absolutely wonderfully. And I was always sad that there weren't more games that explored this. I think as a kid, this is kind of what led to my love of anything Western in a video game. Yeah, it reminded me. I think SteamWorld Dig has a lot of reference oh, yeah, to this game. One. I, and that's the first thing I noticed, especially the first boss who kind of comes out and looks like the main character from SteamWorld. Um, yeah, so it kind of made me want to go play SteamWorld, actually, which was good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mike touched on it, and Luke, you just touched on it. The bosses, gentlemen. Is there oh. a problem boss for you? For me, it is always that stupid crab. 
Mm, the crab is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, the crab is back. I always lose a life on the crab. Right, the crab, just so that I'm right in my head, the crab is the guy that stamps his big crabby hands down into the ground to try and stab yes. you from the top. Yep. Uh, he also shoots the lassos. Yeah, he blasts all the way yeah. across the screen and shoots shoots the, the wind things which stun you and you trapped yeah. as well. For, for the crab dude, I found that he, his uh, lassos wouldn't reach the edges of the screen, so for the most part I spent my time out at the edges. Oh, and then okay. it was at that point on my first playthrough I discovered the wonderful tactic of lining up your shot and then not running along the ground. You jump everywhere and you're, you'll are you always stay aiming at the same point if you jump. Ah, good So man. you can jump, shoot, 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 <laughs> jump, shoot, 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 without ever running along the ground or changing where you're aiming. And then a lot of the boss, even that first boss on the rooftop. Oh, yeah, when you get his When you get his pattern going, as soon as you start jumping and just leaving your... I don't, what's the word for it? Is it ret... ret Reticule. Reticule, yes. I was thinking it was reticule, and I was like, is that something on your nails? That's cuticle. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, yeah, so that that was that was my top tip for myself, I suppose, for the day, was to jump everywhere and just line up my shots in the, in the, the interim gaps. Uh, my, my problem, boss, was the replicating fly thing. Oh, that thing, yeah. Um, again, that was one where stick to the edges and it seemed to work a bit better, but his lassos, the lassos move faster than bullets. This is what I don't, how can a big bit of rope go quicker than a bullet? So, so in your, let me get this straight, in your Cowboys and Robots game, you demand realism when it comes to lassos and bullets. Oh yes, 100%. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's it. So I've got a big long list here, which I no. <laughs> No, that's that. That was a, a couple of other things just took me by surprise, and I thought, oh, I did totally did not expect that. And the the gold mine level where you've got the three carts coming towards you, oh, yeah, and those guys cool. with dynamite, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden one of the carts rolls right up to you, and a guy jumps out of it and smacks you with a mallet. I was like, what? Where did that come from? So I lost a lot of lives doing very very stupid things like that, but. It, every, every Mike's right. I think Mike said every level brings something new. Some of the the bosses, the the guy that kind of does a pose before he shoots, we quick. Oh yeah, shoot yeah, shoots really fast. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Call him shooting McGraw. Shooting McGraw. He he's in a few of the levels. He kind of repeats, and a few of the bosses do. But f- I think for the most part, it's it, the the sublime. I love that. I, even the train the armoured train was the first scene that I picked you oh, know, when the you guys on the four. hang glider yeah <laughs> guys in a hang glider guys on horses running in the background and it's just it's lovely oh yeah it's like in the in the minecart level that you mentioned in the back where the blimps show up there's these guys that are like two pixels wide <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah. they still manage to make really funny animations out of them and um or the what is it? The desert scene where you have the guys that are hiding in the bushes and they run on yeah. screen and then hide in the bush like snake <laughs> yeah. and they pop out. Yeah, it, every level has something that just makes me kind of chuckle. Which character did everyone pick? I personally went for Annie because Good I thought man. she might be a smaller character model. Sprites <laughs> might now, be slightly now, more smaller. More importantly, Craig, what color dress did you go with? I didn't know you could change the color of dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just press any of the face buttons and it goes like blue, black, green, or pink. Oh, no way. Oh, there's also white. There's also white. I don't know it was pink. 
Oh, no, I was always white. Mike? Big, big burly default Clint. Ah, Clint. <laughs> um, as a side note, in the, uh, in the PlayStation 4 version, they made two new characters for it. And one is a dog with a little robot. And the other one is a big, big burly lady who just chucks grenades instead of shooting <laughs> guns. That's so cool. cool. Another nice little touch is underneath, or actually above your, um, let's say, magic crash, your bomb, whatever you want to call it, button, mm. is the uh, Vulcan bar. And what this is, yeah. is if, uh, every time you kill somebody, it fills just a tiny little bit. And if you're really good, you can have that fill right on a boss. And what this does is it makes you invulnerable, and it gives you the most powerful gun in the game for, what would you guys say, probably 10 seconds, maybe? Yeah, yeah 10, 10 seconds at most. Yeah, it, it, that that's a lifesaver for me sometimes. Yeah. You also get the bombs as well. It's kind of like Streets of Rage where you get your special, but it'll take out everyone on the screen. So Annie's was like a shotgun she yeah. shot up, and Clint's was uh, TNT? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay, so uh, Craig kind of mentioned it earlier because he's, you know, he's a badass. He doesn't use lassos. Uh, but <laughs> if you tap the shoot button really quickly, your character will start to spin a lasso. And anything you hit with that lasso freezes for a good two seconds. Um, and one of the nice things is it also includes bosses. So if you're having trouble with a boss, you can lock it down if you're really good, but it's going to take forever to kill. And one of the things they changed to the PS4 one is it does not stop them anymore. It just slows them down. Ooh. And so, yeah, uh, I didn't get Ooh. very far on the old PS4 version. But yeah, I just um, thought, oh, go ahead. The, the rolling and the lasso, I think they added a tiny wee bit of complexity and maybe with more time it would up my skills. But for the most part, double jumping did the job. And you can double, you can change direction on your second jump oh, as well. Oh yeah, so that is nice. Is there anything you guys would put down as problems? Myself, even though it's an arcade game, it's really short. I was wondering about that as well because I lost track of how long I played it for to complete it. And I can't have been more than an hour because the kids didn't come and bug me. I managed to do it, <laughs> it in was, one setting. I mean, if, if you know what you're doing, it, it like it took me a good 25 minutes tops. All right, okay. Yeah, that's 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 kind of in the zone of what I was thinking. It's It's definitely... A quickie. Mm. Yeah, I was really hoping for maybe, let's say, two more stages. That, that would have mm -hmm. been perfect. I didn't like the pea shooter. I know it's <laughs> a game mechanic. I know it's a game mechanic that sometimes you need a pea shooter, sometimes you need your poison mushroom, sometimes you need, you know, like a red herring of a power-up. But I just felt a bit conned by it because... It always I comes must... at the worst time. Yeah, and I, I must have used it at least six or seven times before I realised what was happening. <laughs> I was like, this isn't doing anything. Um, I, I really, the pea shooter bugged the bejesus out of me. <laughs> now, I didn't notice this time, like, I just didn't notice. Do they, what, does it wear off with time, or do you have to use all the ammo if you do get hit you with the pea shooter? You have to use, use all the ammo. ammo. Oh, that, is, yeah. that is great. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I got it just on the, the train just before the boss, you know. Um, I killed one of those, like, weird two guys, like, pushing a track with rocket launcher thing. Oh, on yeah, it. yeah. And it came up, and I'm like, oh, God, I can't see anything. So I was just shooting to try and get rid of it. But I don't think it does any damage. No, it doesn't <laughs> no, do none, any at all. Nothing at all. 
Um, my other bugbear was you can't shoot, and I know it'd be a bit unfair if you could roll and and be shot while rolling, but you can't shoot rolling baddies, and it took no, yeah, it took quite a time to get used to that fact because even from the first, the second stage of the first stage, God, where am I? In the saloon. <laughs> In the saloon, there's three tables yeah. and enemies constantly rolling behind them and you destroy the tables, spend ages shooting tables to destroy them only to find that you can't shoot them while they're rolling and then it clicks. It's like, yeah, makes sense. They can't shoot you, you can't shoot them. But it still bugged me. I don't like how they never call out that you can pick up dynamite and throw it. I remember it took me a long while oh, really? to figure out, oh, hey, that. I can pick that up. I I did that by accident in the the gold mine level. I I just picked it up and then I noticed my weapon was dynamite and I thought, oh, you better chuck it. It's like a comedy <laughs> moment in my head. Ah, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't spot that at all. It does a good amount of damage too. It's got a nice blast radius. Yeah, I think as soon as the TNT landed at me, I was just trying to jump out of the way, so I, I knew. Yeah. I knew I could just shoot away. Yeah. Is there anything that uh, bugged you about it, Luke? Uh. Yeah, I, I guess what you stated before, I mean. Yeah, the controls never really clicked to me. I I don't know if I had the same engagement as you guys with the game. Like, whilst I kind of liked everything around it, I just didn't... It didn't click with me. I, I just didn't feel like I wanted to progress. So I got maybe three quarters of the way through it, and I thought, oh, this, this game just isn't for me. I, I don't know if it was the controls or the whole dodging thing. I don't know. It, it sounds great. It looks great. It's just... I don't know if that's the sort of game I'd pick up normally. It reminded me a little bit of like Time Crisis. I never really got on with those games. You know, you kind of you're almost on rails in this, but it was a good one to play. I have I have enjoyed playing it. It's I'm not sure if I'd go back to it though. No, that's perfectly fair. Uh, Craig, could you please escort him out of the building? <laughs> no, I'm just. I find myself the polar opposite. I find myself thinking. You obviously you've mentioned Cabal, and there was yeah. I, there, at some point a genre of Cabal-like games, and this is Cabal-like but better, in my opinion, but much better yeah. game. Yeah, I think that this for me even trumps like Sin and Punishment. Yeah. yeah, and that that's the thing. Once you go through a few games, there might. If, if this game gels with you like it has with me, you've only got hours worth of gaming before you run out of games of this genre. Because <laughs> yeah, tiny. Yeah, I was kind of thinking like earlier that you know Craig didn't really get on with Streets of Rage, but I love that. So it's it's maybe just that sort of thing that doesn't click. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes things don't click. That's why it's, you know, know Skyrim's yeah. awful. Another Mike, thing that actually. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hang on, did you just mention Skyrim? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and Wild Guns Retro Rewind. Yeah, uh, because Wild I, Guns is better than Skyrim. Shots Wild fired. Guns. Oh, oh, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry. Would someone, would someone have got Dave? <laughs> yeah, so the, the two problems I picked up with the game were the first one being that very early in the game... Um, like pretty much straight away from the first level, it is quite... I mean, I'm not sure if it's down to how, how good you adapt to the controls, but I felt like I couldn't even get through the first level to begin with, and it's only when I started finding my own groove to the game that I kind of managed to last all the way through. Um, I think... I, I mean, looking back on it now, I feel, there isn't a difficulty curve, really, but 
it does feel like it the very first time you pick up the game if you come into it fresh especially not knowing the controls like like Luke's been saying you know you mm. you you just expect it to learn a completely new new style straight away and it's it is a bit bewildering but you know I did stick with yeah. it but I can see that I have noticed other people you know completely turned off the game straight away just from the first level but I'm glad I I'm glad I persisted and had the recommendation from Dave to um you know, push me on because otherwise I would have really missed out on the on on this game. But um, the the other main problem I had with it was the I think it's either the final level or the penultimate level. It suddenly decides to say, you know what? You thought you had a hard time with one of these on the screen. Let's throw two of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to admit how I got through those sections, but I'm going to say it's, <laughs> it's a bit cheap. And there was a hell of a lot of randomness and thinking, if I dodge this one, will I walk into the other one's path of where he's just going to shoot his shots? I think the jumping option sounds good after all the rolling I did, because the rolling yeah. really drops you into... If it, it gets you out of trouble, but it can drop you into something completely unescapable. It was giving so, a um, double jump, yeah. For those stages, I do wonder if it's something like Bubble Bobble. Like, sure, yeah, you can play it by yourself and beat it, but for the best experience, you definitely want two people. And I wonder mm-hmm. if they almost programmed expecting two people. But yeah, it is a bit of a weak point. They really throw everything at you. I had to worry at that point um, that it was a, like a very severe panic, not panic moment, but I thought, oh, please don't ruin it by having every boss repeated for the final you know before the final fight sometimes oh you so you're not made... a fan of boss rushes no well not in this I thought it would have been okay. a bit cheap for them to do it in this um, yeah because it is so sharp by the time you've got through four stages you're like oh oh is that it <laughs> <laughs> so they could have they could have extended it but a couple of the bosses I really really disliked so I don't know hmm. oh really which ones out of curiosity um, the big, the big armored car with the flamethrower. Oh yeah, just, yeah. I, that bugged me because I could never. I don't know what it was about my eyes. Maybe I've got a vertical squint. Or no, something. it wasn't just you. I know exactly what you're talking about. You can't tell if you have to jump or stay down. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just, yeah. I could not tell. So I, it took me forever to get by. I that had to one. cheese it and lasso it right before it was going to start spraying and be like, okay, it's uh, down or enough. Idea. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? That's that's an interesting because I didn't, didn't lasso lassoing vehicles. That's, <laughs> it's just something that never occurred to me to do. Put that just on the list of on unrealistic that. things. Yeah. Just to touch on that point, um, I played this on my I don't know how big my TV is, fifty five inch maybe. I found the screen was too big. I, I wonder if this is one of these games where it it just like it felt like I was taken in too much. Like I, I feel like if I had been playing it on a smaller screen, I might have done a little bit better. Uh, I don't know. Did anyone else find that with the big TV or am I sat too close? I've, I did find that playing on a yacht in Bolivia really <laughs> uh, damaged my outlook on life. All, all that money for £20 for a McDonald's, it sort of it just <laughs> ruins the human body to a degree. <laughs> you know? Uh, I played on a small monitor and it was okay. Uh, see, I played it on. I think I think mine's like forty-five or something like that. Um, but I'm kind of jaded. I know where people are going to spawn, so I, I kind of know what to watch. But it is a lot of information. You have to kind of unfocus your eyes and take it all in at once. Kind of like a a shmup, like uh, any kind of bullet hell. 
like that smiles or anything like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, does anybody have anything else to want to say before we do closing statements? Oh, I've got one more thing. I've got one okay, more sure. thing. Look, you mentioned Streets of Rage, and I didn't get on with it. And then I remember playing Mike. What did we play? What was your last game? Mercs. 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 Playing Mercs, an absolute nightmare. Playing on the keyboard on the PC. Well, I got a Wii, and I think this game without the controller would have been an absolute nightmare as well. I, I wouldn't have been able to finish it with with four directions. Oh yeah. So I'm wondering, I, I think I might go back and try Streets of Rage again and see if I can get past the first level. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, sir. I know, yeah. All right, so gentlemen, bringing this, um, what's what's a good Western term? Cattle drive to a close? What are your final thoughts on the matter? Is this something you would recommend? And if so, do you think it's worth the asking price? I, I would wholeheartedly recommend this um, and... What is the asking price? Uh, it's seven ninety nine if you want to get it on the eShop, and it's thirty dollars if you want to get the new Fine. remastered cool. PS4. That's five forty nine English pounds. <laughs> oh, yes, for all you people with weird moon money. Yeah, um, totally worth the asking price. I know it's short, it's short, but I think it's got re- replayability. You've got a high a leaderboard. What what more do you need? And if you can get two people in on it. All the better. Or it's, four. It's, or four. Yeah, yeah it kind of falls in the Mr. Driller category. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I really like this game in the sense of the graphics. I mean, for a SNES game, it just, I think they did a lot right. Like, I, I came into it just thinking this this sounds a lot like Street Fighter in a way, like the soundtrack. I thought they, they did a really good job of capturing the scene. I think it looks really good. And whilst I didn't enjoy it, in the sense that I wouldn't go back to it, I did enjoy my time with it. I would recommend people get it. Uh, emulation's fine, but I I wouldn't have felt robbed if I'd paid five pounds for that. I, I did have a good time with it, and I think going back to other people's points, having like one or two other people playing with you up to four, I think that would really bring the game out. I think you know having that couch co-op would be brilliant. So yeah, give it a shot if you're up for it. So this will be a game that I'm going to get on the on the PS4 now. Um, back in the day, playing the SNES, there always seemed like a huge library of amazing games. This, having only just sort of discovered it recently through Dave to, to its full capacity, is surprisingly one that one that got away. I'm guessing. So, um, you know, I, Dave was saying before about how. There are people who've you know have been championing this game for years, um, the last eight years or so, I think it was, and yeah, I've yeah. not seen a single one of them come out of the woodworks in, in the last eight years. So I, <laughs> I'm not sure how it how it's left down to Dave to champion this game as it is, but yeah, you know it's 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 absolutely it's absolutely amazing. It's it's, it's definitely a classic from the snares. Um, how I've missed it. It's, it's just a shame really I'm, I'm guessing um, I will be playing it again uh, I, I hope to play it multiplayer for sure um, and yeah without a doubt I recommend it to anyone um, m- maybe before I thought this music sounded good in the game now I can say the uh, the actual game itself so top class too and yeah Mike that's great to hear because that's kind of what you know this show is all about I mean sure we have some people that pick Streets of Rage but that's fine if they want to be you know boring Luke but I won't name any names. Uh, Wild, Wild Guns. 
Wild Guns for me is is kind of one of those games I put in a special category because for a while there I I sold my NES very late in its life because I never had a, a Super Nintendo when it was mega popular. Um, so I sold my NES and all the games to get an SNES. And oddly enough, one of the cheapest games that I could buy at that point was Wild Guns, and that was you know right before moving to the PlayStation. But so for a while, this was the only game I had. And boy, howdy, I played the crap out of it. And, and and so for me, it's something I've always wondered, is it as good as I think it is? Or, you know, is it just because well, that's all I had? I mean, for a while, all I had was Godzilla, and we all know how that turned out. But I, I think it's an absolutely fantastic game. Everybody should play it, mainly because it's a genre that does not get a lot of work done in it. I mean, you have a few, like we said, like Sin and Punishment or even that WiiWare game. I think it's, it's Zombie Panic in Wonderland or whatever it's called. But yeah, it's something you don't see very often, and from a company that does not get the recognition it deserves. I mean, nobody goes, oh, Natsume, they're right up there with Capcom, or Konami, or any of those. They don't get recognition a lot, and I think this is probably one of the best games they've ever put out, that I've tried. I haven't tried them all. Uh, on a side note, the, the PS4, if you're going to go for the remastered edition, uh, the original team came back. Those three superheroes came back, and they reprogrammed it for the PlayStation 4, and they added more width to the screen, so now every stage scrolls, and there's stuff you're going to miss if you stay to the right, and there's stuff you're going to miss if you stay to the left. This one scrolls a little bit, but they added enough to where it feels like a true 16 by 9 game. Uh, they also added a new level, a new two new levels, and a boss. So if you feel like you like Wild Guns, maybe maybe you try emulating it, maybe you splurge on the Wii version, but uh, I think it's something that's totally worth the money. Uh, for any version, maybe not the cart. I don't know how expensive that runs, but I think this is a recommendable game. All right. So uh, before we close out, I, Luke is going to have the next picks. So, Luke, what do you got? Yeah, thanks, Dave. So my game is going to be Yoshi's Island Super Mario oh, Advance no! 3. Yeah, so I, uh, I had a good time with the, uh, that game on the, the Game Boy Advance, and I'd like to go back to it and see if it stands up. Yoshi's Island is like revered among the gods. I hate it. With every ounce of my being, I hate it. But that's fine. Well, ho- yeah, hopefully hopefully this will change your mind then, Dave. That'd be cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe it will. Optimistic as always. Okay, so uh, here we go. Bef- before we say goodbye, I just want to let you know that we you can contact us. If you want to submit a game for a retro rewrite, we are all up for that. Unless it's California Games 2. And you can do that on Twitter at the Bit Effect, at Gmail at the Bit Effect, and on Facebook at the Bit Effect. So pop us a line, however you feel like, and submit a game or even uh, a topic idea for the regular Bit Effect episodes. I have a show called Operation Sequel where I go through each game in a chronological fashion, and then Mike has his amazing music show, and I heard he's got a pretty good guest star, but I can't spoil it. So. <laughs> Gentlemen, say see you later. Howdy, partner. Howdy, partner. Howdy, Howdy partner. Pa- oh, that's, that's a low. low. Yeah, I- I'll edit that into the start. <laughs> okay. <laughs>